Wine or water? It's um, carbonated water, but I have some wine here from leftover from the other night. French wine? I got into a disagreement yesterday. To simply be me, so that was fun. Let's go. Where's yellow? I'm here. Oh, hey, yellow. Hey. We'll close the windows. My neighbor's making noise. Hang on. All right. Okay, bye. Welcome, everybody. Welcome in. Our guest just left us. <laughs> we made it to another episode of the Meme Factory. This is stream test number 70. Anybody who's watching this for any amount of time knows we'll never have a real stream, only test streams. That way we can't be canceled. This evening, we are joined by Jonathan Ledger. Leger, how do you... It's it's Leger, it's French. It's Leger Fair. Yeah. Got yeah. It. My dad was Cajun, so... And Cajun Fair. Mm -hmm. All right, now, could you introduce yourself to uh, the audience and let them know who you are, what you do? Yeah, uh, well, I'm a software developer. If you are watching this you're probably interested in Noster, so I'm the developer for Nostagram. Also have a, a very tiny Bitcoin YouTube channel, and I do some work with the Consensus Network. I edit some of their podcasts, and they show some of my uh, Bitcoin videos. They alternate it onto their channel. So by day, uh, most of the software I do for my um, self-employed for my business is marketing related but it's very boring there's nothing interesting about that Noster is way more interesting and Nostagram is way more fun than anything I've developed so that's mostly it I came out of a cult which was fun and yeah a few years ago and it's been an interesting venture into the real world and getting to know people and develop relationships because the only people that you could know in the cult were people in the cult. Because if you made friends outside, you were looked down on. And when you leave, they shun you. So my wife's entire family is completely shunned. Yeah, they won't. They literally, she's disowned. They treat her like she's dead. So our background's very interesting. And that makes things that deal with freedom, decentralization, no top-down authority, very appealing to me. Which is how I got into Bitcoin and why uh, the Noster protocol is so appealing. Because the last three years, without getting too political, just I was shaking my head over people and their behavior and the stuff they did and fell for and the control and the censorship and all the things that I saw. It reminded me of the cult to the point where uh, I would like to write a book and consensus is telling me I should write a book called the cult of fiat because I have a Substack, and I wrote an art long form article about all the parallels between the cult I came out of and the world we saw in the last few years, which I definitely believe is a result of the fiat mindset and the top down control that fiat produces, but they're very similar. The shaming and shunning that was done over the last three years. Oh yeah. It was exactly like the cult. So, yeah, well, that's it. That's me. I'm glad you well, made it out of the cult and into the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you would think. Now, I escaped a cult. I'm free. Oh, shit. This one's even bigger. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was uh, At a least rather rude awakening. Yeah. Like, I'm going to learn because they, the cult thought 
taught that all the other countries, all countries, all governments, all in the power of Satan, all other religions were all satanic, all that stuff. So we didn't vote. (laughs) We didn't vote. The one thing I think I've realized they were right about is that governments are from the devil. Like outside of that, I don't think they were right about anything. Uh, But yeah, so when I got out, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to vote and I'm going to study politics. I'm going to. And then I actually started to do that and realize, oh, right. So it's not different. The left, the right, it's just bigger cults. And they do the same thing, and they behave in the same way. So I, think I decided all, I, just to eject all organized everything and just be a Bitcoiner. I think we can all agree that uh, cults are only fun when uh, you run them. Yeah, yeah. they're also way more profitable when you run them <laughs> than when you're in one because they want all your money and you don't get any of it. You know? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. L. Ron Hubbard was right about that when he started uh, Scientology, right? Like, yeah. True. Yeah. You want to really be rich, you got to start a religion, and he did it. So, mm-hmm. is, is we have to go to, talking the, about, uh, by the way? to the ad. Yeah, so I don't want to get too far into this before oh. we uh, before we get you know our prerequisites out of the way. So we have uh, we have ads on the show. One of the ways that uh, we we manufacture uh, income is that our ad sponsors require us to have the guests read the ad copy. So if you'll check your, your DMs on Instagram, you'll be able to pull up the ad copy. Excellent. So whenever you're ready, just uh, yeah. rip through that sucker for us. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. All right, here we go. Good evening, everyone. My name is Jonathan Leger, and this episode of the Meme Factory podcast is brought to you by Suscorp's newest product, the CoinKite Cold Card Q1 Enhancement Package. This Suscorp Q1 Enhancement Package takes this absolute unit of a hardware wallet and turns it into a weapon. A grip pad has been added to the device to enhance striking power. Striking attacks have been augmented with the razor rails added to the sides of the Q1, and that's razor rails with a TM, by the way. Mm -hmm. The razor rails are half-inch thick diamond-cut titanium blades that wrap around the device down to the added hilt which makes this more of a sword than a Bitcoin signing device. Now, not everyone is into swords. Some of you have outdoor hobbies. At Suscorp, we know that Bitcoiners love their boats and their boating accidents. So one of the upgrades in the enhancement package is the Q1 waterproofing. The next time you're out on your boat, you can use your Q1 as a handy dandy anchor. We know you've been waiting to turn your TI-83 clone into something special. So hop over to suscorp.com now and use discount code graphing calculator for $69 off of your purchase. Nice. Nice. Hey, nice. Great. Well done. Thank you. All right. So we can get paid. Thank you. Now, I'm here to make you the money. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. And <laughs> I would be remiss if I didn't uh, go ahead and mention our actual sponsor, Coinbits. So for any of you that don't have a DCA or a smash buying platform to work with right now, please check out Coinbits. Some of the lowest fees in the game, uh, Bitcoin only, and they, uh, they like our crap. Now, uh, <laughs> the next part of the show, we have to bring you over to uh, Sandwich Land. Um, kick this over to Meredith. And see what she yes, This is the best part of the stream. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jonathan, thank you for coming. I'm Meredith. Um, Becca's gone. So I'm going to, you mentioned that no one ever feeds you. So thank God you're here because I have, um, well, Meredith's new sandwich menu. So I have three options for you. Um, our first special today, we have our new hashtag march off twitter so it's a locally sourced beef burger it's flame roast over the 
burning fire of what is Twitter. So, um, you know, it might be a little charcoal-y, but that's okay. <laughs> so our um, next special is the NOS Nose. Pick something to run with it. Noster or Noster? Like, what is it? I don't know. So, with assembled by a crying and shit-coining Elon Musk. So, he's back <laughs> this week again. So, we're really happy about that. And mm -hmm. last but not least, our house special, our coin bits house special. Um, that's marinated in Red Bull for 472 days. For whoever didn't listen, uh, you have to choose, Jonathan. <laughs> well, I am a carnivore, so uh, it's a toss up between the March off Twitter and the steak sandwich, but I think I'm gonna have to go with the steak because I prefer to bird the fowl so let me do that great great choice excellent choice <laughs> excellent. <laughs> all right so jonathan what the fuck is noster why should we care <laughs> oh lord it's so many things it's just a protocol uh you speak english i speak english mostly so because we both speak the same language we can communicate with each other. That's it. We have words that tell us what things mean, and we can refer to objects and know what we're talking about. That's Noster. Noster is just a kind of language, just a structure that tells one piece of software how to talk to another one. That's it. That's all Noster really is. But because it's a very simple protocol, you can build almost anything on top of it. And so, for instance, if you were a doctor, and I was a doctor, now we don't just speak English, we also know a lot of additional terminology, and we can refer to very specific areas of uh, interest with each other, where someone else who's not a doctor may not understand, or an attorney, for example, or a mechanic, or anybody. They have their own set of language that sits on top of English, and they can describe things that other people wouldn't understand. And uh, Noster is also like that too. Because it's a basic protocol, all clients understand the basic protocol, but you can build on top of that and add things to it to make it do other specialized things. And that's true of the internet generally. Like the entire internet runs off of TCPIP. It's just the name of the protocol. It's not important. It's the English of the internet. And on top of TCPIP is built other things like your email protocols, your web protocols, the stuff that your apps run on. Noster. It runs on top of uh, TCPIP using a uh, web protocol. So all of those things are just layers on top of other things. And so Noster is a language that allows software to communicate and that you can build on top of for more specialized communications. That's what it is. Okay. Um, that makes sense? Why should I care about that? Well, the only reason... I wouldn't have cared. No, no, no. Uh, not you. Me. Pretend you're potato. Okay. You already use apps. You've already got Twitter. You, you, you should already got care. Facebook. Why do I care? Be, you should care if you care about being able to speak your mind without being censored. You should care. 
if, if you like being censored, if you like the government or big uh, corporations telling you what you can Looks like somebody censored Jonathan. Can and cannot say and kicking you off a platform that exists right now. You're, if you're happy with that. <laughs> um, cool. That's, that's your thing. And some people apparently are. I think we should uh, demand that we have the right to say what we want to say. And obviously there's fine lines. There's some things that the entire society has agreed should be illegal or off limits. And Yelling fire at a theater. There, there are blurred areas for sure but generally speaking you should be able to say what you want to say especially if you are a highly credentialed individual who knows what the hell you're talking about like myself you should not be kicked off because someone doesn't like what you have to say but even if you're not highly credentialed if what you're saying is not a violation of the law in some way which supposedly we've agreed on at least as a society that this thing should be illegal you should be able to present whatever you have to say without being censored for what you have to say and so that's what Nostra does it allows people to say the things they have to say because each individual or different individuals can run what's called a relay it's a server uh it might, like twitter imagine twitter's one big central server but because they control so much of the market, if you don't say what they want you to say, boom, you're gone. Well, with Noster, there's not one Twitter. There's a whole bunch of them. And you get to pick the ones that you're writing to, that you're posting on, and that you're reading things from. So if one of those relays, one of the people running a Noster relay, doesn't like what you have to say, yeah, they can still ban you. Yes, they can but a bunch of the others get to decide whether or not they want to do the same thing. So if uh, even just one of them says, nope, I'm going to let this person say what they have to say, you're still connected to everyone you were connected with before. So it's censorship resistant. Uh, the only way to censor someone on the NOSA protocol is to get every relay in existence to censor you. But you can also run one yourself. And so if you're running one at home, as long as you're not censoring yourself and your contacts are connected to your relay that you're running, which is easy to do now, thanks to the coders who are building the relay software. Now you're almost censorship, uh, you're more than censorship resistant. It's almost impossible. It's like whack-a-mole. If you're gonna censor someone off a of Noster, you have to just keep trying over and over again and other people can keep spinning up new relays and letting you connect to that one. So it allows for uh, people to not be censored, to say what they have to say. And there's no algorithm, which is another big thing. Even if you don't really care about the censorship part, because you're like, well, I don't say anything anybody cares about. I just shit post. It doesn't matter. Even if that's you, there's no algorithm. You go to Twitter, what you're seeing has been carefully curated for you. Facebook, same thing. All the big Instagram, you name it. It's been carefully curated by an algorithm that is determining what it thinks you are most going to react to because it wants your eyeballs on the screen as long as possible so it can sell as many ads as possible to as many companies as possible. The more your eyes are glued to the screen, the more money they're making. And they have machine learning algorithms that test and see, okay, well, what posts are people responding to most? It's not necessarily even nefarious on their part that they're doing this. They're trying to make money and they have an algorithm that does this. The problem with the algorithm is what do people respond the most to? The worst possible kinds 
of engagement, uh, the most arguing, the fighting, the uh, bombastic stuff. It's never calm, rational discussion. It's never people who are in agreement with each other and trying to work things out. That's not the content that gets eyeballs. I like to compare the algorithms of the big social media companies to the kid in the schoolyard who shouts, fight, 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 to try to get everybody to come and see these people that are beating on each other. That's the algorithm. It draws people to the worst part of the engagement going on on the platform. And again, not necessarily with any nefarious intent. It's just the way we're built psychologically that draws our attention. Things that make us afraid or things that we think might cause us harm are the first things we respond to. It's just how we're built. And that's not different online than it is offline. So when people are posting scaremongering information, which they did a whole lot of over the last three years, what are people going to respond to? The things that they fear the most. That's what the algorithms do. There are no algorithms on Noster. When you follow people, you see the things the people you follow said in the order on your timeline that they said it. That's it. There is no filter or algorithm unless you choose to use one. Like Nostagram, my client, it has some filters. You get to choose, if you want to, to see certain kinds of notes, but you're in control of that. There's not, it's not forced down your throat where you have to see things presented in the way that the algorithm thinks is gonna generate the most ad views, it's gonna make the most money for that company, which leads you down these rabbit holes of fear and anxiety that you should not be going down because most of them don't have much merit. I saw a, a study years ago out of the uh, University of, uh, uh, not, it wasn't MIT, University of Michigan, I think, doesn't matter that said that 85% of the things people worry about never happen. And yet, social media would have you believe that the end of the world is coming every damn minute. So let me back it up and let me see if I can rehash what the problem is in my words here. Because you're, you're a programmer and I'm a shit poster, so we have different languages sitting on top of English, right? So we want to make sure that we're saying the same thing here. So if I understand the problem correctly, is that we've got these walled gardens, right? You've got Facebook, you've got Twitter, you've got Instagram, and the others, whatever. They're centrally controlled, and they're all using uh, algorithms specifically designed to hijack our um, base human impulses, right? So our fear response, our anger, our, uh, our frustration, because they know that draws the eyeball. And they're doing this because... Uh, that's the way they figured out to maximize profit per eyeball, let's call it. And then you've got Noster, or Noster, on the other end, which is a protocol, and it's a open federated relay system, decentralized relay, relay system, censorship-resistant. Um, it's not the first censorship-resistant platform I've seen as a... Uh, as an opponent to one of these existing platforms. And I've seen uh, things like Mastodon or Truth Social come and go and really make no impact because of the giant network effect that we see on platforms like Twitter. So what makes, what makes it look like Noster might have a chance at usurping that paradigm? I think the thing that 
differentiates Noster is that its protocol is very, very simple. You don't have to be a veteran programmer to understand the Noster protocol or to connect to it or to write a client that uses it. It's, it's very easy to do. And because of that, like I've never touched Mastodon. I've never looked at the code, but I've heard horror stories about how difficult it is as a coder to try and dig into that and get that set up. The only thing about Noster that is not elementary from a coding perspective is the signing part, the encryption part. But there are libraries, just packages that coders can use. You don't have to know those things. You just plug into someone else's package that understands how to decode and encode messages. So it's very simple. And because it's simple and it's very fast, and because it's fast, it doesn't require expensive hardware as a rule to run a relay. A basic relay does not need a high-end server to run on. I don't know about the other competitors like Mastodon. I don't know what they require. So that's also very helpful. And I think the timing is very good too, coming out of the last three years and all the stuff that happened. I think people have an appetite for freedom and censorship resistance that they did not have in the past. Maybe they thought it was a good idea, but there was no impulse telling them, yeah, we got to do this now or we're in trouble. So I think uh, Noster is coming along at the right time. And I think the people who have started to use it, like Snowden's on there and Jack Dorsey's on there, and you have these bigger name people coming over to it because more and more well-known individuals recognize the need for censorship resistance now, <laughs> because a lot of them got censored too. And so because of that, I think Noster's got a shot. I mean, there's always a chance that it doesn't make it. People have to be willing to support it, but it looks really good so far. Another another thing, if I can jump in, uh, Greg, is like what you haven't mentioned yet, uh, Jonathan, is like the fact that there's no advertising, right? I mean, Twitter is becoming like more and more advertising heavy, even though like you're even people were paying for the for the premium button, they're complaining about more ads. And then there's this other side that advertising does. It's like whenever you get like on social networks and they ask you like, is this still like your mobile phone number? Please add your phone number to keep it more secure. It's not actually to keep it more secure. They want to use your phone number and your email address to match databases against other customer databases, for instance, from your phone company or from your eye doctor or, you know, like all these companies, they're all linking databases so that they can advertise more targeted on Twitter and on Facebook and that kind of stuff. And with Noster, there's like no, I mean, there's not, there's not even any data you need to put in when you're, when you quote unquote sign up. So, oh, and one more thing that I'm really excited about is like, how can Twitter with their centralized development compete against this open source community of developers that are already basically duplicating Twitter and better. I mean, look at Nostagram. It's such a difference from uh, Damus, for instance, you know, like the functionality, the feel, everything is completely different. So I feel like when you have like all these different clients and teams, and I had this discussion with Sean, unfortunately he's not here, but he kind of also countered that argument saying that, yeah, but if everybody's competing with each other and there's no budget, you know, whereas Twitter may have like a centralized budget. I'm just curious to see if you think that's a advantage for Noster or a disadvantage or Anyway, those are my uh, thoughts on this. 
Yeah, I, I agree. And in, in regard to the competition, let me tell you why I think the competition is a good thing. The way things work now, because of, like you said, the way these big projects get funded, you usually end up with one or a few winners that grab the market share. And the reason that happens is because it's very difficult to gather an audience from the ground up. Like the example I was actually thinking about this earlier today. I use Stack Exchange a lot as a software developer. If there's something I don't know how to do or have a question about something, I can go. There's almost always an answer that's been posted on Stack Exchange, which is great and useful for me. But the problem is there's only one Stack Exchange. And so we come back to the centralization issue. Well, what if they don't like what I have to say? Or what if there's something? What if I don't like the interface? What if I think it could be done better? Like, you don't have a choice. You've got Stack Exchange. It's the biggest, it won the war, so that's where you go. With a protocol like Noster, you could set up dozens of small Stack Exchanges that are very specific to the things that I need as a developer, like the protocols I use, the languages I use, the database servers I use. And I could just connect to those and they would all fall into my feed and I could post questions to all the ones that I care about and ignore everything else. Whereas now that's too much of a pain. Like if there was a dozen stack exchanges to go log into each one and post to each one and check each one and see where the answers were, it's way too time consuming, which is why one usually wins and everybody just uses that one even if they don't like the interface or there's things about it that irritate them. That's where everybody is. It's easier that way. Noster solves that problem because it's no longer easier that way. Now it's easier just to plug into the ones that you like using the client you like that has the interface you like and use all of them that benefit you. As for the financial side, that's where lightning comes in. That's where I think the real change here for Noster is. How do you pay for this stuff? It costs money to run the Nostagram servers. It costs my time, which costs me money because I have bills to pay to code Nostagram. How do you pay that without another centralized source of funding? Not that that's necessarily wrong. If you could get a grant or someone was willing to fund you, hey, awesome. But if not, what do you do? Well, Lightning makes it instantaneous and extremely cheap to tip people who are working on these things, even if all you can afford is pennies, you can do that. There's no practical way. You can't break out a credit card and donate five cents to somebody. It's the fees alone, it will kill you. Like you can't do it. They're not set up for that. But Lightning allows you to do that. And allows, so it allows you to crowdsource instant, uncontrolled, uncensored, Canada's not gonna close your bank account. That's not gonna happen with Lightning in Noster because Lightning runs on the Bitcoin network. It's decentralized. There is no central authority or control, also censorship resistant. So that's how you fund this diversity that is not possible in the old fiat system where one winner or a couple of big winners always end up getting chosen and owning the market share. That doesn't have to happen here because the paradigm has changed. After that beautiful layout of the plan and what's the goal, um, I was thinking that the reality is about the normies. Um, Joe Rogan got censored and he got a hundred million to go to Spotify. Um, 
the Tate brothers like got censored, they got paid something similar to go to truth. Donald Trump the same. Like, do you see a future where this goes a little bit more mainstream? Or is it gonna be something uh, freedom-oriented people like us um, are gonna go for it, basically, and adapt? Uh, do you think that is 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 gonna be something that uh, gonna bring uh, both spectrums of the political party, if there are two spectrums, closer? Or do you think all the people are gonna continue what they're doing now, basically? split to two camps and go to their own like uh, little social networks and um, continue like that. Jeff Booth wrote an amazing book called The Price of Tomorrow. And if you haven't read it, everybody watching these series, it changed my worldview. And yes. in it, he says he's a technologist, right? He comes a long line of you know, starting up tech companies. It takes a 10x of any technology to just obliterate whatever came before it. If you don't have a 10X, if it's not 10X better, people aren't gonna switch. How hard, how good will a search engine have to be for people to stop using Google? It's gonna have to really be worlds different. How much better back then did Facebook have to be in order to uh, win over its prior competitor, right? It had to 10 exit and when it, but when it did, that was it. It was over. There's no choice. It might take some time, but people will see the benefit of switching and they will. Nostagram has a 10 X benefit over the current social media landscape, hands down, no question, but it's going to take time because so many people are so embedded in the old way. We, of course, being people who are Bitcoiners, decentralized, focused, you know, freedom focused, we're going to come over to it immediately. But to purple pill, the normies, it takes time. But eventually, eventually, the same things that have pushed us over to Noster will push them over, in my opinion, because uh, I forget the name of the professor who talks about mass formation when it comes over the last three years. Uh, it's very interesting. Professor of psychology, I want to say in Belgium, he said, look, there's three groups of people. There's a 20% who were the zealous believers. You will never, ever convince them otherwise. They will stay with what they have and they will, because it's their religion. Doesn't matter what it is. You can never convince them. There's 20%, this is us, the loud opposition who are screaming that this is terrible. This is wrong. We have to stop this. We have to do something. And then there's a 60% in the middle. Those are the normies. They see what they're told by the media and they believe that everyone believes a certain thing because that's what they've been told everyone believes. But they don't like it. But they think, well, everybody's doing that. And we're social creatures. That's how we're built. So to go against the wave of what we think is the norm to rock the boat, it's not built into our psychology to do that, except for that 20%. So the thing to do with them, the way to wake them up to it is to help them realize that everybody doesn't believe what the 20% of religious zealots about this cause are saying. 
And that's been shown over the last three years because at first everyone thought, everybody thought all the things they were telling you to do on your face, in your arm, they thought, oh, well, everybody's doing this. This is what everybody wants. Everybody's in support. Three years later, come to find out, no, there was a whole lot of people who were against this from the beginning. And because people were waking up to that, now I actually saw a survey recently, Pew Research survey, the trust in the media is all-time low, trust in the government, all-time low. Because we've been lied to, because our freedoms have been suppressed, because uh, of these things that we've been told and only to realize, wait a minute, none of this was true. And I think more and more people are waking up to that. I can see it when uh, three years ago on Twitter, never, ever, ever, almost ever saw a dissenting opinion. And when you did, they got flamed the hell off. Three years later, it's split in the middle. Half people are very anti all the nonsense and half are in, you know, in favor. But those are the two 20% camps arguing with each other. The people in the middle are the ones we need to win over. And I think we will because I think they're starting to see it. I think it's starting to knock on their door and little by little they're going to come around. But it will take time. I do not pretend that people are easily swayed. It took time to switch people from Alta Vista, if you remember that, oh, yeah. to Google. Didn't happen yeah. overnight. You know, it didn't happen overnight. The big social media platforms didn't jump. Alta Vista Facebook. was okay. Dogpile was where it was at. Think, oh, yeah. Like, Lycos, Lycos. Web crawler. Yeah, all, the, all the good ones. All yeah. the good ones. I'm, I'm curious, though. For sure, yeah. yeah. If, like, can you, can you tell us some numbers about Nostagram and, like, when did it start? How long has it been around? And, like, what kind of growth numbers have you have you seen or what kicked that off? Or... Yeah, that's right. Nostagram, my client, has only been around for about six weeks. And the oh. first two weeks, like, nobody used it but me. It's my little hobby right. project uh but since then now it gets about eight thousand unique visitors a day so it's gone from nothing to eight thousand visitors a day and it's a, it's a web client only, right yes I'm, I'm it's one a web of them client. yeah i have a an android wrapper app but it needs it needs some work there's some things what label is it signed to like death row records or <laughs> no it's uh <laughs> It, if you're going to use it on a phone, it, right now, your best bet is to use a browser that supports the NIP7 extensions on a phone. And there's only a couple that do that, like Brave and Kiwi. They support that because that's more secure. The Android app that I have, I haven't figured out how to make it support that sign in yet. But actually, there is there's a new NIP out that allows that to happen. So I have to plug into this. It's not important. There is a way to do it, but my app doesn't do it yet. And so right now, if you're on the phone all the time, unless you are techy enough to know how to use Kiwi and Brave and use a, an extension in those, there are native apps like Damus on iOS and Amethyst on Android that do those things natively. And so, uh, yeah, my app was primarily designed for desktop. Though I use it on the phone every day and I've, it's very mobile friendly. But again, it takes a little bit more techiness to use it on your phone. And, and, and Nost sorry, Nostra itself? Like when, uh, Nostra when did itself that start? took off in December when Jack Dorsey posted a screenshot of his phone to Twitter. And people were like, what is that app? 
famous. What is that? Uh, and people started jumping onto it, and it just blew up from there. And then it kind of leveled off. And then February 4th, I believe it was, Damus got approved in the App Store, and the spam war began. So all the huge numbers of people, let's be positive about it, huge numbers of people started to use Noster at that point. And of course, when there's a what's, huge crowd of people. Huge? Uh, well, in comparison, it went from about 3,000 people a day up to at its height, like 20, 30,000 people a day. But it's hard to know because you can have a whole bunch of counts easily created. Uh, and it got to the point where about a million notes a day were going into the database. A million events a day were going into the database. But to be fair, half of that was spam, at least, because I wrote an algorithm to cut spam out of the Nostagram server. Whoa, 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 whoa. It, it, what happened to no algorithms? Uh, well, this, <laughs> this gets rid of porn. <laughs> you rug pulling me? <laughs> no. No, the, there is no algorithm that controls who you're following, what you see from the people you're following, or the order in which it is presented to you. If you follow someone, you are always shown everything that person says in the order in which they said it, period, unless you decide otherwise. The only filter was with the global... Or the feed, feed yeah. Where yeah, just everything feed, yeah. that everybody just poured into every relay is just visible to you, which was great at first when there were only a few people. And then, of course, the spam came and all the porn and all the... Uh, the telegram invites and all that started happening. And most of it came, uh, was in Chinese, so you couldn't read it, but the pictures did not require any Chinese understanding. So, <laughs> uh, jo uh, Jonathan, we talked a little bit about uh, competition between the old um, um, social medias and the decentralized ones like Nostra. Um, is there competition, I was wondering, between clients of Nostra? Because well, I, I see... I see it a little bit like the wallets in, of Bitcoin uh, of Bitcoin uh, network, right? Like different wallets offer a little bit different kind of uh, um, experience for the user, right? A little bit more privacy, a little bit more friendly use, you know? Is there competition between uh, the clients? Yeah, there is, but it's different. Uh, first of all, just one last thing about the global thing. Like I could tell in December global wasn't going to last. You, you can't just look at everything everybody's spewing that you don't know and you don't follow and just and keep up with it, first of all, if it, it grew. And it was inevitably going to get spammed to death, which is what happened. And almost no client actually shows you global anymore. They show you, like, some will show only paid relays. So if someone's actually paying a, a dollar a month or whatever to access a relay, it'll show that because spammers don't pay to spam. It, it's a losing game. But global is pretty much gone, and that got rid of the spam problem. And now the relays are starting to code for spam. I saw one of them today uh, is cutting out hundreds of thousands of spam messages based on a bunch of things. So More much better. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> much better than it used to be. But anyone you follow, you will always see every single thing they say in the order in which they say it. And that's something you don't get on any other platform. So there's that. But if you want to, on Instagram, if you want to follow all the, you know, the porn and the spam, you are welcome to do that, and you can see all that stuff in your feed. No problem at all. It's there you just go, gone. RD, you happy, bud? It's just gone from global. Uh, as <laughs> that's, to that's competition. Disgusting. <laughs> but what, what really is it? Competition. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, all the relays, man, all the relays. Anything that's not paid. You just sign up to those and hop, you know, start following everybody that posts pictures. And you'll get all the porn and happy need to, you want. Need to know that relay so I can block it. Yeah, just so we can block it. <laughs> I'll send you a list of all the, the best ones to block. Perfect. And when it comes to competition, there is, but it's kind of friendly competition because... Uh, I like some of the other clients. Granted, I know Instagram is a client I want. I'm primarily a desktop person. I hate phones. That fat finger way too much. I'm terrible at that. And I don't think the AI is going to... Probably. Yeah. I don't think the AI is going to take over the world because have you ever tried voice to text? I mean, it can't even figure out what the hell I'm saying. How's it going to conquer the planet? So I can't speak... Into, Thank I just you. Don't, I don't like doing anything on phones. Uh, if I can help it. Uh, so I prefer desktop, but there wasn't anything that really took advantage of the real estate, the space on a desktop. And so that's why I started to develop NoScrim. Like I want something that can really use the screen mm -hmm. in a way that's useful. And so that's what I did. But I picked up a bunch of things that other clients are doing well. And I noticed uh, that a couple of clients, like Iris, I think it was, borrowed my idea of the feed, the friends plus which is now called followers plus where you have a feed of everyone you follow plus everyone they follow so you have like a web of trust that's a great built. little tab yeah. yeah it works very very well i forget global unless of course you like the spam in which case global all the way you got that already but for most people the followers plus is way better and i think it was iris that started doing that too so that's great and then i borrow ideas from other people like damas uh i saw someone posted that when you post a bunch of links in order to images damas automatically creates a gallery view where you can click the arrow and scroll through the images i'm like that's a great idea so i did that too and so now uh, Instagram has a gallery view if a post has a bunch of images in order. Nice. So although, yeah, I mean, there's, of course, you want people to use your app. You're just course. a bunch of pirates ripping each other, aren't you? Is that, pretty much. Pretty much. No, no, I like that. Happening. I'm going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> um, although Instagram is an open source in the sense that, like, I don't have a public Git, you know, on GitHub where people can just download it and view the code. People are welcome to take any of the ideas. Like, I'm not copywriting any of this stuff. There's no trademarks here. You're welcome to use any of these ideas. I just want to see things get better for everybody. Uh, use watermarks? No. No watermarks. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, any developer who's worth their salt knows that they can just go and look at the, the script and just go, uh, it's called beautifying the code. So it takes it out of the minified state that makes it really small and compact and so it's not as much to transfer across the wire and expands it back out so you can read it anybody can go read all the code of yeah. Instagram and see what it's For, doing they're welcome from welcome the, from the group chat uh, sam says nostril on desktop is way better because you can have six screens with a different nostril client <laughs> open on each other <laughs> on its one and um global uh, asked um if it's a, it's in Android available, I think there is a client called Amethyst. That's what I use. And of course, you can use it use Nostogram. Yeah, Nostogram works great on Android, but I really strongly recommend people use either Brave or Kiwi with a NIP7 extension. Amethyst is native Android, so you're going to get a fast, good experience on that. And I don't think it needs any kind of extension to have security. So. 
No, but Nostagram is awesome. Uh, I was using my first introduction to to Noster was through Pedro. He was telling me uh, the desktop client I wanted to use was like uh, Astronaut Ninja, and I remember looking at this and going, "Like this is not this is bad. This is not a Twitter beater," you know. And uh, finally, it wasn't that long. It was like a day or two after I'd gotten my uh, my whole setup done that uh, I'd been introduced to Nostagram. And I freaking love the layout. I like that I can switch between feeds that look like Pinterest or Instagram or uh, that three-bar layout you've got. It's just the Friends Plus button. Everything about it, the, up to loading uh, GIFs and videos into uh, the interface works better than just about anything else. Um, you can see who you're following. You can see how much followers you have, which Damas doesn't do. You have to like click it first. My one. Reason. All right. So my one gripe, if we, if we, if I can get out of here with asking you to do one thing for me, it's to make it easier to do the uh, a, a boost and a quote tweet. Or a, a... yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, the you can quote and comment really easily, but. It's not readily apparent just how to just button. repost just, a note. You have to know. Press the quote and just don't put any text in there. I, I have plans. I'm trying to think of how to best use the real estate on mobile and on desktop. So adding another button is easy on desktop, but then where is it going to go on mobile? So, yes, well, I agree with I'm, you. I agree with you. i got to figure I'm, that one out. I'm personally uh, make uh, video memes. Uh, mo uh, most of the times it's 150 at least megabytes mm. so yeah if we can do something about that <laughs> i will appreciate it yeah, one what's thing a tip I, for I, memers with videos yeah one thing i want to say about Nostagram that makes it different from the other clients and this is a positive uh in a lot of ways especially on mobile but there is you know pros and cons to everything is that i created and designed a caching server so the server pulls in all of the events from about 150 of the most popular relays and indexes them in a way that makes it really fast. And when you you read from a relay, you configure your relays in Nostagram, but it actually reads all that from the caching server. So you get one stream, which isn't why it's so fast if you're on a regular app you're connected to a dozen to 20 or whatever relays it has to load the same notes most of the time from 12 oh. to 20 different places and process all of them to put them into your feed okay that's not true with no instagram it's pulling from just the caching server unless the caching server does not have a particular note then it jumps out to the relays to see if he can get it from there. So John, we uh, write... a friend, a friend from a group chat with an awesome name called Pudding Serial is saying wish list. I want a tweet dick, tweet deck, tweet dick. I said, God damn it. <laughs> I, I want a tweet deck style interface with the list for Nostra. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're coming. I have, I have been told that before. Like, yeah, and I have a long list. It's got about 50 things in it right now Wait, that I want to do. I want to go back to this cast server because we started off on a great uh, point, right? You were talking about decentralization, censorship resistant. And as we go further into this interview here, I'm finding out that you're censoring people with algorithms. 
And now we've got a cast server. This sounds like a central point of failure to me. There's no censorship. Uh, the global spam thing is, I do not consider that censorship. You follow people, you get everything they say. The caching server, the difference is, and this is an important point. The data does not originate from the caching server. The data originates from all the relays. You could just say, nope, not going to use Nostagram and connect to all those relays the usual way and get all that information. You don't lose anything. You don't lose your followers. You don't lose the people you're following. You lose nothing by not using the caching server. The caching server is a central point in between that accelerates it, but you do not have to use it. And that's the difference. You don't have to use any of the relays out there either. You could run one in your house off of a spare computer, or you could lease a server. Do I look like a man out of money? Amazon. Spare computers. <laughs> spare you could computer. do it though. You could get your, you know, computer with Uncle Joe or whatever to come set it up for you. You could do that. You you're not reliant on other people. You've got options, and that's the difference. You can take advantage of the speed and performance and all the benefits of Instagram, but you don't have to and if you choose not to you still have everything that you're putting into it you're not losing anything that's the difference true decentralization absolute censorship resistance would be peer-to-peer -peer only where your app talks directly to my app over tcpip and nothing else there's nothing in between so noster isn't true absolute decentralization in that sense and like you called it, it's got the federated relay system but you get to choose which ones you use and if eventually and i suspect there will be thousands or tens of thousands of relays all over the world like how are you going to shut that down nope. if no if i decided to get all you know elon musk censor twitter style and turn no instagram into what twitter is you know, you know forget me just hang up no Instagram and go to something else and connect to everything else. You have a choice. That's really the difference. You have a choice. You don't have much of a choice at all. When all the big social media companies collude with each other and kick everybody off who say the things they don't like. If I kick you off because I don't like what you say, well, just go to somebody Chinese. else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chinese porn? How dare mm -hmm. I block the Chinese porn? You know, if you don't like that, you can connect to the relays that show it and you can use a client that's happy to give you all the porn you want. Yeah. I can't stop you. That's the difference. And that's but what makes Noster better. Can can we ask for that feature on Nostagram though? <laughs> no, I know we there was there was a bug uh sponsored <laughs> <laughs> that someone pointed out that if you try, if you change the filters while you're on notifications, it just opened up the global feed to everything. So apparently they were getting a kick out of that. So I did fix that bug. So if you don't like my censoring the porn, you are welcome to go find all the the porn people. What kind and... of porn are we talking? I think we're, uh, we're talking about Chinese. I, at this yes. <laughs> Can you can connect to older... all the pub if you, if you know their pub keys, you can put all the porn people in your followers in Instagram. It will happily show you Shower Girl and all the other people that have become famous in Noster. You know all the dick pics and everything that happened in January. You could follow all those people if you is want. It, to. It's, is it, is it's it just possible, not showing up in the global feed. Is it, is it possible all. to use an older version of Nostagram, like a pre-bug fix? <laughs> Sadly, no. 
It's it's let me let me uh let me bing this uh sour girl. Shower Girl had 135,000 instances. <laughs> I got rid of a bunch of stuff, junk spam off the server, cash server. 135,000 notes with that same picture. Yeah. So they were serious. They were serious about getting that, that word out about Shower Girl. Becca, you had a question? No, I'm good. No, just talking Thank about Dieter's Day. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I know we've given you a bunch of homework already, but what are the chances that uh, Meredith? <laughs> what are the chances that Nostagram gets something like uh, the Twitter uh, group chats feature? Oh, that's that's on the list. I absolutely want to do uh, group chats. I just have to dig into the the nip for that and see how all that works because I haven't read that one yet. There's so many and new ones pop up every day. Badges just dropped today. Number fifty eight. So I have to deal with that. All right, so you're gonna get uh, that fifty seven. I just finished that. Shut up. Once you get that done, we're gonna need you to work on uh, integrating Keat as well, like the whole punch technology, so that you can. Do... Oh yeah. Yep, yeah. you're gonna do that, right? <laughs> I'll add it to the list. Perfect. <laughs> now, because so many high-rolling Bitcoiners watch this show. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All yes. the time. Everybody does. Uh, okay. Donate to Jonathan. Like, if you, this is a passion project for you, right? If these guys could throw yeah. millions of dollars your way, then maybe you could get some more of this work done. I and would gladly do nothing but I do too. Code. I gladly do nothing for Nostagram. Oh wait, that's <laughs> it. I, I could go for Nostagram all day long, full time. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Jonathan, are you against sour girl and hit pigs? Why? I'm not particularly against those things. I just don't think that they should show up in a global feed. And I thought the global feed, while interesting, was a bad idea from the beginning. Why would you? Even if okay, porn Globalists. aside, all that aside. <laughs> I don't care what a bunch of people I have no connection to at all have to say. That's why I like the uh, Friends Plus now, Following Plus, because at least the people I'm connected to or and I share interests with, the people they're connected to and share interests with, like I have some something in common, you know, a, a link to those people, and maybe what they have to say would help me stay out of an echo chamber. You know, spread, spread things out a bit. <laughs> so. And so I like that, but I thought global was just not going to last. And sure enough, it happened. The spam came and the porn came and all that came. But if you was, like that. I was oh, wondering, uh, uh, is, there a, is there a way uh, that streaming can be incorporated in the protocol of Nostr? I was thinking about that. Uh, Nostr is primarily a text-based protocol. So anytime you see images and videos and such, those are linking out other places. So mm -hmm. to stream data through Nostra, that's not what it's designed for. You could embed anything. Like you could embed your live stream in YouTube into a note. And as long as the client knows how to you know, show that, then it would work. But you're not going to be able to stream the data right now. Maybe that changes in the future through the Nostra relays. They're primarily just text-based, event-based. You look at like the whole the whole blockchain space, right? You've got like companies like uh, Glassnode and stuff. They aggregate like all the data and then they build giant databases anyway and collect data on people. And, and is that like something that could happen on Nostra as well? 
Oh, those absolutely. Are yeah, yeah, that's going to yeah. come. Just like with Bitcoin, you have the people who do that. Of course, it's going to happen. So the important so thing I, to me when I, is when I tweet that. Like, okay. When I, when I tweet it, something like videos or text, does that sit like on the relay and does it stay there and for how long? Yeah. Or? yeah, but it's entirely up to the relay operator how long. It doesn't have to stay forever. They could, let's say Nostr protocol got so busy that on a decent server, you can only keep 30 days worth of notes. Well, the, it's up to the operator. Just say, okay, anything older than that, we're just going to delete it and get rid of it because otherwise it would take up too much space. It'd be too difficult to index. So we're not going to not going to keep it. Right. And that so would be fine. Really and other people sure may decide. Stays, uh, yeah, well, uh, other people own. will, for sure. I hope to always be able to keep as much as possible. But at some point, there's just going to be way too many relays to cache all of them. And that's good. I want that to happen. I want, want that day to come. But until that happens, I can benefit Nostagram users this way. And once it just gets too big, then I can give them the option to cache all the popular ones and the ones you want to use that don't fall under the umbrella of the caching server. Well, just use the traditional relay uh, architecture. Right, no. Jonathan, we are giving you the point in the show where we have to ask you the most important question. And uh, we generally leave that to our, uh, our local Jedi. So, uh, Artie, if you want to uh, load them up with this one, go for it. Thanks for coming on, Jonathan. Important I, question. I didn't. <laughs> um, if the meme factory did exist, and we all know it doesn't, which one of us would you like? Which one of us would you retweet? And which one of us would you mute? Or whatever the Nostra equivalent is. Uh, I would have to retweet yellow because i just i dig the cat with the cigar that's that's really thank cool. you yeah yeah i would have to like becca because uh she's the one who offered me a sandwich and you know carnivore so steak oh, i like that i i can't mute people you if just censored you was, all of china you can if mute one somebody. of you was shower girl i would happily mute that but i just i can't pick I'm too nice of a person. No, no, you don't get off that easy. Pick one. Okay, well, then I pick you. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, somehow nice. Greg just always figures out how to get muted. <laughs> <laughs> I All right. have to do it, and you're volunteering. You're, yeah, you're the guy. I understand. <laughs> All right, so, John, you've been very generous with your time tonight. Thank you. Uh, appreciate it. It was very insightful. Uh, having you on here, I definitely learned a lot more about how Noster and Noster works and functions than I previously knew. So thank you. And take the time that you want to tell anybody watching where they can find you, how they can support you, where they can see what else you're working on. The things that matter now, Nostagram is the big deal. My you know, username is uh, jleger2023. So J-L-E-G-E-R 2023. If you use Nostagram search and do a search for users, I'll come up. Uh, to support the project, uh, Lightning is integrated in Nostagram, so you can zap me. That helps buy me some time to work on it. Hmm. And I have a YouTube channel regarding Bitcoin, but since I started Nostagram, I haven't posted anything over there. And I would ask people to support the Consensus Network. It's Consensus with a K dot network. They publish Bitcoin books. And they have a podcast, a Freedom Footprint show, 
with Knut Svanholm and Luke. And uh, they do a lot of good work in the space, and it's all consensus-driven, thus the name, volunteering, people coming in to, to help educate people about Bitcoin. So that's important, and I would ask people to check them out if you have the time. Cool. Uh, before we lose you, Jonathan, um, someone in the chat has reminded us to invite you to the having party that we are sponsoring in uh, El Salvador in at Block High 840,000. Uh, so making sure we don't not invite you to that. Very much appreciated. It For me, it's unlikely because I share custody with the kids. No, no, no. Ex, That's just not an acceptable Getting out answer. of the country is very difficult, but I would love, love to be there. Okay. So you heard it here. Jonathan will be there. He verified it with us tonight. All right, so Jonathan, thank you again for coming on. Uh, check the show notes if you need to find a link on where to find Jonathan. Otherwise, uh, nostagram.co, right? That's it. Yeah. All right. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, Thanks for, for coming us. in. Have a great night.